I've titled my message tonight, The Journey of a Lifetime. Why don't you touch a person next to you, say The Journey of a Lifetime. Awesome. And I just want to uh, get straight into the Bible tonight. So if we can please get my first scripture up. Um, this is Psalm 73, verses 24. I love this scripture. It says this, You guide me with your counsel, leading me into a glorious destiny. I want to share that one more time. This is us talking to God. You guide me. He guides us with His counsel, leading us into a glorious destiny. And I just really wanted to start this message tonight just to encourage everyone in this place that you do have a glorious destiny. Wherever you are in your life right now, whatever season you're in, you need to know you have such a great future. I just wanted to encourage you, maybe you're sitting here and you feel like your best days are behind you. I want to tell you tonight, that's not true. Your best days are ahead of you. I want to tell you tonight, there's hope for your future, no matter where you are. You know, you aren't disqualified. You are not forgotten. You have not expired. But if you and I tonight can just be stirred up on the inside of us, that God has a glorious destiny, an amazing future for every single person in this place, no matter who we are. I, and I just really felt God, just that, that's for somebody here tonight. Your future is better than your past, in Jesus' name. And um, you know what I love about this, the, our God's glorious destiny for our life? And this is on our series, and it's just filled with so much joy. You and I will never be more filled with joy. We will never be more satisfied. We will never be more fulfilled than when you and I are living in the in God's destiny and plans for our life. And I know that as you and I live in the destiny and walk into the destiny that God has for us, that there's blessing and joy in our world. But you know what, what I found interesting? So often when we talk about destiny, when we talk about our future, we think about what we could do for God. We think about the things we can do. But I want to throw this thought out here tonight that our destiny is both what we do, but more importantly, who we become or who we are. Perhaps we are focusing on the wrong thing. That you know, I believe for God that who we are is actually more important than what we do. And as you and I are looking to our future and our destiny, we and and, and yes, it's great, and I, I so encourage you, aspire to do great things for God. But we should actually aspire even more to be the person that God has called us to be. And I, that's what I want to talk in tonight, that... Um, who God has called us to be because what we do will always flow out of who we are. Who is God calling us to become? Well, it's actually the same for every single one of us. It's so simple that I love it. Simply put, God is calling you and I to be more like Jesus. I want to um, read a scripture, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 here tonight. It says, And the Lord who is spirit makes us more and more like Him, talking about Jesus, as we are changed into His glorious image. Another translation says that we're on a journey being transformed into the image of Jesus. And this is our greatest calling, our greatest destiny, our greatest uh, thing in our future is, is simply Jesus and becoming more like Him. And, you know, this is the journey of transformation, a journey that every single one of us is on, no matter where we are right now in our life or in our journey. And I, I just want to encourage us that this is actually the journey of a lifetime, a journey of becoming more and more like Jesus. 
And you know, the reason that, that God has said this is because Jesus was the perfect example for every single one of us of what a Christian is, of what a, a follower of God is. The Bible literally says this, He is your example and you must follow in His steps. And so here tonight, you know, if we want our marriage to flourish, we need to be like Jesus. If we want our finances to flourish and our businesses, we need to be like Jesus. If we want our health to flourish, every area of our life, we need to be more and more like Jesus. And every area of our life will be blessed as we, we go on that journey. And, you know, simply tonight, my message, I just wanted to talk about, well, how do we do that? What does that look like? How can one simply become like Jesus? And I, I want to talk into that tonight. But, you know, before we did, I wanted to share a bit of a story about... Um, uh, I, we're talking, uh, Dave and Hope were talking about our youth camp coming up. And I remember um, my second youth camp I ever went to, went to. This was years ago, back when um, Pastor Josh was the youth pastor before him and Shekinah were married back in the day. And I just remember uh, we were at this certain site and we went there and we were like, what is like, and this is years ago, you have to imagine. So like we were about a third of the young people would, would go and, and um, we had a smaller group so we could do all these things. And, and Josh asked them, like, what are the fun things we can do at this site and apparently he, he told Josh that there's this awesome mountain walk okay and if I'm going to give you guys a map and like it's really cool like there's these amazing views and and you know we're going to go for this walk and it's a bit tough like it's a bit of a hill climb but when you get to the end it will be worth it and I remember Pastor Josh, he made it compulsory. Like all the, te- you can imagine all the teenage girls like, no, I don't want to go. But like Josh is like, no, everyone in the youth ministry is going. And um, something you have to know about me as a teenager, I really wanted to be a firefighter. That, that was my dream. And uh, I had this nickname. I want, I want you guys to start calling me it again. I like it. Um, everyone say it to me. It'll, it's called Danger Dan. I was Danger Dan. Now... I like it. <laughs> Woo! Um, let me tell you why. Because I like, I was just like a nerd, like at safety and like, like you know, at every party there was a fire. I was like tending the fire and, and putting people off. I, I just had like this rep, like that. I was like this nature guy who knew what he was doing. That you know, I would always get angry at people who, when they didn't put sunscreen on, and I'd wear like my big bucket hat. And you know, I was Danger Dan. It was just who I was. It's, it's just great. Anyway. And Pastor Josh must have heard of this because um, when he came for jo- time for Josh to choose who's going to lead us in our mountain walk, um, he just grabbed me on the way and he said, Dan, you're going to lead it. I was like, okay, great. Do you have a map? And he hands me this map. Now, this wasn't Josh's fault. So this map um, the man had made and it was just what the heck? Like, it was like the key was so out, like there'd be like two things and, you know, you'd walk one meter between one and, and then the same distance on the map, you'd have to walk like a kilometer. So it was just so bad. And Josh says, here you go, mate. All right, go lead us. I'm like, all right. So anyway, you have to imagine like I'm trying to work this thing out. It was awful. I'm walking up this mountain and behind me, there's like a trail of about 30 teenagers and and, you know, it is like we're going up some steep hills and, and you know, there's young people like, whoa, what are we doing? Like, didn't want to be there. Like, tr- like, just, it was just fun. Anyway, the only line we had to these guys were like, oh, I, it's going to be the best view at the end, all right? Just keep, keep at it. It's going to be good. Anyway, and I'm like, I'm trying to read this map now. What I didn't tell anyone else is like, I had no idea where I was going. Like, this map was stupid. And I'm like literally leading about 30, like 30 teenagers just like, I have no idea where I'm going. 
And um, anyway, the saddest thing, the biggest letdown is like literally, I think we're like an hour in, dragging these young people and like they weren't keen. And, um, you know, me and Josh, I'm just, I just rang Josh. I'm like, bro, I literally can't find this view. And unfortunately, it was the biggest letdown. We just had to turn around and go back. And as you can imagine, like, oh man, I was hated. Um, man, I was like the guy who made everyone go on like that grueling walk for nothing to like look at a tree. And um, anyway, we made it back, but um, yeah, Danger Dan let it run down. I think that's when I lost my um, nickname, actually. But um, oh, it was so bad. But you know, I was thinking about it, like how much easier would it have been if this guy who owned the camp didn't write up this stupid mat that didn't make sense out of key. He, if he had led us and he had been there before and he had guided us, or even better, if he came and like step by step showed us where to go. And, you know, I actually want us to come back to this scripture again, Psalm 73. Let's read it. And I want us to imagine tonight, um, for the sake of this illustration, that our destiny and our future is like climbing a mountain. Let's think of this. You know, God will guide us with His counsel, which basically is just with His Word. He will guide us on our path into our destiny. He will lead us personally into a glorious destiny. And you know what? I, I just, you know, the Lord has already set a path ahead of us. As we imagine that mountain, you need to know tonight that your future and your destiny, God has already set a path for you. The Bible says this, that He personally goes ahead of us. It says that our lives are like a book to Him, that every single moment has been laid out before a single day had passed. That you and I were born with a destiny and with a purpose. And before we were even born, God knew our destiny because we were created with it. So you have to know here tonight, as we talk about our future and our destiny. God has already gone ahead of you. There's a clear path to take. He doesn't want us to confuse us. It's not hard. It's not difficult to find, but rather He wants to guide us and lead us into our glorious destiny. And you know, I just want to talk tonight simply, well, how does He do this? And it's just simply this step by step. Turn to the person next to you, say step by step. Step by step, He guides us. The Holy Spirit guides us to simply step by step. And as you and I um, obey and listen to our next step and say yes to it, we will find that He is guiding us directly into our God-given destiny, which, remember, isn't just what we do, but it's who we are. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is our guide. As we go to church every week, can we just make that a non-negotiable? I know for me... Almost every week when I'm sitting here and Pastor Dan's preaching and Pastor John's preaching, I, I, the Holy Spirit has just shown me this is your next step, Daniel. Take it this week. As you and I, as we begin to pray and read our Bible every day, the Holy Spirit just lights up these next steps. As we go to groups, as we go to growth tracks, every time the, the Spirit of God, He just begins to light up our next step as we position ourselves to hear from Him. He will reveal our next step. And you know, I was preparing for this, and as I reflect on my journey, as I reflect on, you know, and, and I'd love to share a bit of my story later. At seven years ago today, I, I gave my life to Jesus as an adult. Um, you know, I grew up in church, but that was my moment where, for me, I made my decision. And about six years ago, I got baptized, which was my line in the sand moment, which I want to share about a bit later. But, you know, as I reflect on my journey and, and how I've gotten from there seven years to where I am today, it's just simply been saying yes and being obedient 
to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of next steps. You know, God didn't from the beginning show me where I was to go. No, no, He simply just would light up the next step. And the Bible says is that His Word, His Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And I actually here tonight, I wanted to just walk through a bit of my journey. So let's imagine, um, you know, if I started over here, so seven years ago, and my first step was entering into a relationship with Jesus. Seven years ago, I remember the day uh, I was in my bedroom and for me, I just made that step and God lit it up and I knew I needed to take, make that decision. And maybe for some of us here tonight, that's your next step. But I remember I took that step and I said, you know what, that's my next step. My, I remember after that, I, I'd given my heart to God, but then I, I felt Him say to me, Dan, you need to start going to church. You need to be planted, find your home. And so I remember I took that next step of going to a church and, and I came here, I walked through these doors seven years ago and it was my home. And then God began to speak to me about, Daniel, I actually want you um, to, to begin just to plant yourself. I want you to go every single Sunday. And I took that step. You know, for me, I remember there were certain friendships I had that were just toxic. And, I knew, and, you know, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me that if you keep hanging out with those people, they're just going to drag you down the wrong path. And so I, he began to speak to me about, number one, there was actually some people I had to, to let go of that friendship for a season. But then there were some great leaders and people that he told me to begin to spend time with. And I'd take that step. And then I still remember, as I said, six years ago, Pastor Josh asked me, hey, Dan, have you been baptized? And I said, no. And, you know, I know for, we've got people here tonight and you feel that's your next step. I'm so proud of you. And, you know, I know for me that decision was, as I said before, it was a line in the sand. I made that decision at, at 18, hey, I am going to give Jesus the rest of my life. And I made a public declaration that, you know, I am going to follow Jesus. And to this day, it's six years later, I haven't deterred from that decision I made that day. And the step lit up and I took that step. Can we give a hand for all our people getting baptized? I'm just so proud of them. And you know, maybe you're here and you haven't been baptized. It's actually not too late. I'm sure at the end we have like swimmers for you. You can do it or make sure you do it if you haven't. It's a great next step. But you know, then I, I really remember the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about learning to spend time with Him every day, learning to wake up early and learn, I learned how to pray, how to, how to spend time with God. And then I remember He spoke to me about beginning to read the Bible every day and I'd take that next step. And you know, this is where it became more about who not so much what. Because I found as I began to read the Bible, as I began to go to church, as I began to go to groups, I would actually hear the Holy Spirit saying things about me. about And, and you know, we were talking tonight about becoming more and more like Jesus. So I remember things like there was actually sin in my life. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about it. It's actually time that, that you stop doing that and cut that out. And I remember I'd take that step. Then there were people I needed to forgive. And I had to take that step. The Holy Spirit would speak to me. And then there was things like, you know, Jesus, if you think he's loving, he's patient, he's kind. And I just remember he would be speaking to me about, I want you to become more patient. I want you to become more kind. I want you to, to, and then begin to like just, you know, all these things. And I found there's numerous. I couldn't even count them. Every day as I read my Bible, he will light up next steps for me. Then this is your next step in this season. I remember things like I'd begin to tithe and, and give God my finances and I'd take that step. And then, you know, I remember God speaking to me about, I want you to begin serving on the dream team. And I took that step. I want you to, I want you to go, you know, go to growth tracks or part. And I took that step. And you know what, for me, 
If I, I look back at that man I was, you know what I reflect on today is I'm more like Jesus here than I was over there. And that's actually my greatest calling. It's become more and more like Jesus. And that should be our, our goal, our desire, that we're more like Him than we were yesterday. We're being transformed and becoming more and more like Him. And you know what? Even to this day, as I look ahead to my future, I don't know where God's taken me all the way. I don't know every single thing. But what I do know is what's my next step because He keeps speaking to me about that. Amen? Isn't God good? And that's what I want to talk in tonight. As we, we, I'm going to invite the band up. Is We should wake up every day. And, and this is our greatest calling is that we should have this desire on the inside of us that I want to become more like Jesus. God, speak to me. What is my next step where I am right now? And do you know the most exciting thing about all of this is, you know, I reflect and I, and I do feel like I'm living that glorious destiny that God was speaking about. And, and you know what? I didn't see this seven years ago. I would have had no idea I'd be doing this. But as I just took those next steps and God lit up that for me, I found myself now where I believe where God wants me. And, you know, we'll find for us as we take that next step, He will lead us into that glorious destiny. And I just want to read one last scripture here. It's Luke 11, verse 28. And this is Jesus speaking. He said, But even more blessed, everyone say blessed, are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. See, what I've found for me is every time I said yes to a next step, every time I was obedient, such a blessing flowed into my life. Man, God has blessed me on my journey beyond words can even describe. But you know what we will find is as this is what Jesus is saying here as we hear the word of God. So here tonight, I'm actually going to give the Holy Spirit space. And as you and I hear what our next step is from the Holy Spirit, and as you and I then not only just hear it, but then we do it, what the Bible promises is then blessing will come into our world. And this is how you and I can live a life full of joy. Joy to our world is as you and I are obedient to Jesus on the journey every next step. And you know... Maybe here tonight you're, you, you're trying to hear from God from something. And do you know what I've found in my journey is sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes begging God to tell me something about my future and about my, my finances or my purpose. But you know what? He's actually spoken to me a few months ago about a next step. And sometimes I'll be, I'll be praying some pre- pretty big prayers and God said, wait a minute. No, no, I've actually talked to you about your next step two months ago. You just haven't done it yet. And maybe if you're here tonight, you know, you won't hear your next step here. Maybe you've already heard it two months ago, but we haven't been obedient in our heart. And I just want to encourage us here tonight. This verse, Jesus says, blessed are those who hear the word of God, but then put it into practice. Right now, can we all just close our eyes in this place? And you know, I actually just have a really simple question. And I find for me, This is actually where I hear God the clearest. It's actually, I find it's not murky. It's not confusing. But I just want us all simply right now to ask the Holy Spirit, God, what is my next step? And you know, for everyone in this place, we all will have one, myself completely included. And that's the beautiful thing about this is that, you know, you and I, we are on the journey of a lifetime to becoming more, and more like Jesus. And in a moment, I just want to pray. And I can even feel right now this, the Holy Spirit is here and He's speaking to people. He's showing you what you need to do. He's showing some people what He's asked you to do, but we haven't done yet. 
I believe for many people here that baptism is your next step and you'll begin to feel God speaking to you about it. Maybe you're here and, and your next step is, is you need to forgive somebody. And in this moment, it's just like Jesus reveals this to you, that there's a blockage and you need to forgive them. Maybe here it's to join a group. Maybe it's to begin to serve. But you know, right now, I just want to pray and just, I'm just believing that the Holy Spirit is speaking to every person. So Holy Spirit, right now we wait on you. God, we just press pause and we open up our heart and we give you complete permission to speak to us about what our next step is. Your your word says that your word is a lamp to our feet. So God, I pray you light up that next step for every single one of us to take. And Lord, our, our prayer tonight is this, that we will say yes as you speak to us. God, we won't wait any longer, but we will step into that. God, even this week, we will put that into practice. And Lord, right now, I pray as we do that, that God, there will be such blessing to flow into every person in this place. In Jesus' name, God, I prophesy joy into every person's world and peace in this moment. The Lord, as we say yes to you, your word promises blessing and joy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. And here, you know, tonight, I referenced to this earlier, but if, if we look at my journey, that first step seven years ago was to enter into a relationship with God for the first time. And I, I really believe there's people here tonight and, and you're not in a relationship with God right now, but that is your next step. It's actually your first step towards Him. And I know that, that for me, I remember... Seven years ago, you know, I was in quite a dark place. You know, the best way I describe it to people is I just felt there was an emptiness on the inside of me. There was a hole, a gap. There was something in me searching for this thing to be filled. And I remember there was an emptiness and I I tried to fill that emptiness with parties, with alcohol, with drinking, with relationships and girls, with the acceptance and approval of others. But every time I would try to fill this emptiness, I'd wake up the next day and I was if um, still empty, if not even more. And I, I look back now and I know what I was missing was a relationship, personal relationship with Jesus, the God who created us. We were born to be in a relationship with God. That I, I look back on myself, I was lonely. I was, I was so sad and, and felt feelings of depression. I felt hopeless. I remember looking to my future with such um, doom and gloom. I couldn't see any joy or hope for me in my future. I was in such a dark place. And you know, maybe here tonight you find yourself in a similar place. Maybe you can resonate to part of my story. But you know what? I know I needed a Savior. And you know, seven years ago, I, made a, I said a prayer inviting Jesus into my heart. And you know what? The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That no one can come to the Father except through Him. And I found for me, as I said this prayer, inviting Jesus into my heart, I, find a, I found a way to be forgiven of my sin, to be in a relationship with the God who created me. And in an absolute instant, this emptiness and this hole I'd been trying to fill for years and years and years in one moment got completely filled as the love of God just poured into my life. 
And you know what? I'm, I, my life took a 180 degree turn. Let me tell you today, I'm no longer that hopeless, but I am filled with hope. I'm no longer sad and struggle with depression, but I have so much joy that bubbles out of the inside of me in every season of life. doesn't matter whether life's going well or not. You know, and you know, more than anything, I now live my life with a personal Savior, with my friend, and I know that He's with me in every circumstance. And I just want us all to close our eyes right now in this place. We just do this just to have a private moment between us and God. But you know, I said that I, I, I said a prayer inviting Jesus into my life. And you know, I actually want to give everyone in this place that same opportunity. And we're going to say a prayer in a moment. And I believe there's three kinds of people um, who are here tonight who I want to include in this prayer. You know, the first kind of person is maybe you've actually never said a prayer inviting Jesus into your heart. Maybe this is one of the first times you've ever been in church or even heard this message that there's a God out there who loves you and who created you. Can I encourage you in a moment? I just want you to raise your hand and say, Dan, I want to be included in this prayer because I know that He's calling you to Himself. You know, I, I, can, I felt how much He loves you and you are only one step away from Him in this place. And if that's you in a moment, I want you to raise your hand. He loves you so much. The second kind of person is maybe you're here and you once said this prayer, but if you were honest with yourself and you, you looked deep tonight and asked, is my heart right with God? And if, if you're honest with yourself and your answer is no, maybe you've wandered away, that's completely okay. But tonight is your night to, to say, you know what, God, I'm coming back to you. And if that's, if that's you in a moment, I want you to raise your hand too. And lastly, maybe in this place, you're just not sure in your heart where you're going to spend eternity. See, one thing we can all have in common, uh, we all have in common is that none of us will live forever on this earth. We all have a limited time space. We all born, are born and we all one day will pass away from this earth and we will all face this thing called eternity. But the good news of Jesus Christ is this. If you and I uh, are in a relationship with Him and get forgiven of our sins, that we can be sure in our heart we're going to spend all of eternity with God. But maybe you're here and you just don't have that assurance. If that's you in a moment, I want you to raise your hand too and you can leave this place completely sure. So right now with every eye closed, if you're one of those three people, in a moment I want you to raise your hand. If you've never said this prayer before, if right now you just want to recommit your life to God, or if you just want to be sure in your heart you're going to heaven right now, can you just raise your hand nice and high so I can see it and say, Dan, that's me. I want to be included in this prayer. Thank you. I see that hand. Is there anyone else here tonight? I know there's more people and you will know this moment's for you is because your heart is beating and it's going crazy. And it's almost like you're bet yeah, thank you. I see that hand. And it's like right now you just want this moment to be over and you, it's like this uneasiness on the inside of you. But you know what? I find that that's actually God speaking to you. He's drawing you to Himself. And let me encourage you, just one moment of boldness in this place can change your life forever. When I said that prayer, my life took a 180 degree turn. And so if that's you right now, be bold and just raise your hand and say, Dan, that's me. I know I need to get my heart right with God. I believe there is one more person. And right now there's a fight going on in the inside of you. I can feel it. A wrestle. But you know what? This moment can't be missed. It is so important. Can I just uh, encourage you with all of my heart, if that's you, raise your hand and say, Dan, that's me. I'm just going to give these a few more moments. Come home to him tonight, if that's you, if he's knocking on your heart. I just really feel to give this 10 more seconds. And you know what, as I was even preparing for this, I could feel God's heart for someone in this place. And He loves you so much. And it's almost like you look to Him like, like, how could He love me? 
But you know what, can I be honest with you? My, my eyes were uh, filled with tears as I was praying. And I, I believe that person is in this place. And man, God loves you. And tonight He is reaching out to you. He has been pursuing you. And if that's you, I just feel this moment so important. So I, I just want to give this 10 more seconds. If you know that's you, just be really bold. Just quickly raise your hand. Say, Dan, that's me. Thank you. I see that hand. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, we're going to say this prayer together, church. And I just would love everyone to repeat after me nice and loud. But if you were one of those three people who raised your hand, can you just say these words directly in your heart and mean them to God? So let's all repeat after me. Let's say, Dear God in heaven, I thank you that you sent your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for me and my sin. Today, I say sorry. And I repent for living my way. I open up my heart and I invite you in. And I declare with my mouth that you are my Savior and my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, church, can we just give a massive uh, clap and congratulations? I'm so proud of you if you've raised your hand. and. It's the best decision you'll ever make. And one of our team would have seen it. And a bit later on in the service, um, after we close, they're just going to come say hi. They have a gift they'd love to give you. Um, and that, that'll be great. And if no one um, does come, let's make, come find me. Just come say, hey, Dan, I raised my hand. Or if you wanted to raise your hand, just come see me. But hey, guys, I just want to encourage us one last time. You know, I, I know that God spoke to every single one of us tonight about our next step. Let's, let's not let this be a, a sermon where we, we go home and don't make a change. But let's act on this tonight. Let's say, you know what, God, whatever you highlighted to me, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, as Jesus said, I'm going to put it into practice. And I know as you and I take our next step and become more like Jesus, He's leading us into a glorious destiny. Amen? Amen. Well, can we give God a hand? Um, 